blood pressure in the brain, minding your blood pressure could prevent Alzheimer's. Hypertension is at the root of cognitive decline. It's becoming increasingly clear that high blood pressure, or hypertension, is at the root of much cognitive decline that has previously been attributed to aging. The more that scientists scrutinize brain function, and especially memory, the more they conclude that we have the ability to keep our memory and spirit strong well. Into old age. It's becoming increasingly clear that high blood pressure, or hypertension, is at the root of much cognitive decline that has previously been attributed to aging. Hypertension is defined as blood pressure of 140-90 or above. The first number is the measurement of the blood's force against artery walls. When the heart is beating, the second number is the pressure between beats. A person is hypertensive if either number is too high. Most people think salt is the culprit in high blood pressure. In the vast majority of hypertensives, salt isn't the root of the problem. Only about one-third of people with high blood pressure are what doctors call salt-sensitive. The rest of the folks can eat all the salt they want without seeing much change in their blood pressure, says Shari Waldstein, Ph.D. Associate Professor of Psychology at the University of Maryland at Baltimore County, who studies the cognitive consequences of hypertension. People whose diets are not to blame can pinpoint the problem through a trial of medications that target differing pathways in the body. Blood pressure is affected by many of the body's systems, including kidney function, hormones such as insulin and the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems. Regardless of cause, high blood pressure is extremely dangerous, especially for people who don't know they have it, typically people who rarely see a doctor. Hypertension has few symptoms, some sufferers complain of headaches, nosebleeds or shortness of breath but for the most part the body suffers in silence. High blood pressure does its damage by weakening the blood vessels. Over time leading the inner lining to slough off. Vessels can be weakened to the point that they tear, causing sudden death or disability via a stroke or aneurysm. Hypertension can also lead to heart attacks. But long before it creates a health emergency, hypertension takes a subtle toll on mental faculties. It can reduce attention, learning, memory and decision-making skills in ways that can be clearly seen in studies. Generally, whatever problems impact cardiovascular health also affect cognitive functioning, says Merrill Elias, Ph.D., a professor of epidemiology at Boston University who has studied hypertension for 35 years. Indeed, some researchers now believe that a substantial amount of age-related mental decline has little to do with age and much to do with blood pressure. Waldstein says there's a large body of research linking hypertension directly to brain function, but scientists don't yet know how it causes damage at the cellular level. Elias says high blood pressure exerts a constant stress on the brain and cardiovascular system that appears to be cumulative. It's more of a problem for people who don't go to the doctor, he says. Just think of it as your brain taking a hit every day.
the damage to the brain can come in a variety of forms. In the elderly, more than half of whom suffer from hypertension, the damage can be detected on MRIs in the form of white matter lesions. These are pinpoint lesions in the brain's message-carrying axons that affect cognitive function, especially weakening memory and reasoning and significantly impacting quality of life. High blood pressure can also cause small strokes that may go unnoticed, but which diminish the brain's capacity to function. Other people who have chronic hypertension actually have small spots on their brain where the tissue is dead, says Elias. But that doesn't mean that high blood pressure is a disease of old age. For one thing, many people who are in their 20s and 30s suffer from it as well. It's especially important for younger people to control their blood pressure so that the damage doesn't start early and snowball over time. But neither is high blood pressure inevitable with age. Blood pressure can be kept in check by keeping cholesterol low, not smoking and limiting salt. But perhaps the most important factor is keeping obesity at bay, a struggle most Americans are not winning. People with serious mental Illnesses often experience high blood pressure and elevated levels of stress, hormones and adrenaline which increase the heart rate. Antipsychotic medication has also been linked with the development of an abnormal heart rhythm. These physical changes interfere with cardiovascular function and significantly elevate the risk of developing heart disease among people with mental illnesses. Similarly, People with serious mental illnesses also experience higher rates of many other risk factors for heart disease, such as poor nutrition, lack of access to preventive health screenings, and obesity. In Canada, women with depression are 80% more likely to experience heart disease than women without depression. This is attributed to both biological and social factors. Similarly, People with mental illnesses have up to a three times greater likelihood of having a stroke. Conversely, there are significantly elevated rates of depression among people with heart disease. It is three times more likely that a person with heart disease will experience depression when compared to people who do not have heart problems. Depression also often occurs following a stroke. Coexisting heart disease and mental illness contribute to worse health status and higher health care utilization rates. Similarly, psychological distress has been shown to slow rehabilitation from stroke and increase the risk of stroke-related death. The National Heart, Lung and Blood Institute website states that high blood pressure, HBP, is a serious condition that can lead to coronary heart disease also called coronary artery disease, heart failure, stroke, kidney failure, and other health problems. Blood pressure in general is the measure of the pressure of blood against artery walls while blood is pumped from the heart, according to the website. In order to be healthy, blood pressure must be consistently in the normal range. Improved my health. Changed my life. Saved my life. In order to prevent or treat high blood pressure, it's important to maintain a healthy lifestyle, follow the doctor's orders and any treatment plans.
Risk factors for high blood pressure include older age, family history, certain races and ethnicities, and being obese or overweight. If you have a certain age and gender combination, or engage in unhealthy lifestyle choices, like unhealthy diet and exercise routines, you may be at higher risk. According to the website, the risk factors like being obese or overweight, as well as having an unhealthy lifestyle, can be linked to many other mental and physical health issues besides high blood pressure. Besides these loose connections, there are some actual direct links between high blood pressure and mental health issues. The American Heart Association website lists other risk factors for high blood pressure, including drinking too much alcohol, which could also be associated with the mental health condition of alcoholism. Although the website concedes there is not a scientifically proven strong association among stress, sleep apnea and high blood pressure, those two conditions are related to mental health and could be risk factors. Sleep apnea is a type of sleep disorder that is more specifically labeled as a breathing-related sleep disorder in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. Vascular Dementia and High Blood Pressure Vascular Dementia and High Blood Pressure Uncontrolled high blood pressure can cause problems by damaging and narrowing the blood vessels in your brain. Over time, this raises the risk of a blood vessel becoming blocked or bursting. If a blood cannot carry energy and oxygen to a part of the brain due to a blocked or burst blood vessel, some cells in the brain may be damaged, or even die. This damage can sometimes affect a person's memory, thinking, or language skills. This is called vascular dementia. What is dementia? Dementia is a term used to describe symptoms such as memory loss, confusion, and problems with speaking and understanding. Dementia is usually progressive, meaning that symptoms get worse over time. Vascular dementia is the second most common cause of dementia after Alzheimer's disease. Many people with Alzheimer's disease are also thought to have some degree of vascular dementia. What are the effects of vascular dementia? The effects of vascular dementia depends on which parts of the brain are affected. Most commonly, people will have difficulty with concentrating or remembering things. Others will have difficulty with speaking or communication. People with vascular dementia can also have difficulties moving around. Some people may be physically disabled or have problems with coordination. Can vascular dementia be treated? There is no cure for vascular dementia, but treatment can slow the speed fault with which symptoms progress. This is usually done by treating the original cause of the damage to the brain. For example, if the damage was caused by a stroke due to high blood pressure, then treatment will focus on preventing any further strokes. There is some evidence to suggest that drugs used to treat Alzheimer's disease can help some people with vascular dementia. However, this may be because many people with vascular dementia also have Alzheimer's disease. What can cause vascular dementia? Since vascular dementia is caused by problems with the blood system that supplies the brain, any condition or lifestyle choice that weakens or blocks 
our blood vessels can cause it. For example, diabetes, high cholesterol and heart problems, such as irregular heartbeats, can all cause vascular dementia. How you can best avoid developing vascular dementia. Adopting a healthy lifestyle will help to slow the buildup of damage to your blood vessels and will reduce your risk of developing vascular dementia. Also, if you have a condition that may damage your blood vessels, such as diabetes, high cholesterol and heart problems, it is important to get them under control. How can I lower my risk of vascular dementia? Having high blood pressure is a risk factor for vascular dementia. If you can lower your blood pressure through lifestyle changes and medicines, you can reduce your risk. Vascular dementia is most commonly caused by the effects of a stroke. You can lower your risk of a stroke by keeping your blood pressure and cholesterol levels down. If you smoke, if you have an unhealthy diet, or if you are overweight or not very active, you should think about changing to a more healthy lifestyle. This will help lower your blood pressure and lower your risk of developing dementia. Minding blood pressure to prevent Alzheimer's controlling blood pressure just might be the best protection yet known against dementia. In a flurry of new research, scientists scan people's brains to show hypertension fuels a kind of scarring link to later development of Alzheimer's disease and other dementias. Those scars can start building up in middle age, decades before memory problems will appear. Scientists have long noticed that some of the same triggers for heart disease, high blood pressure, obesity, diabetes seem to increase the risk of dementia, too. But for years, they thought that link was with vascular dementia, memory problems usually linked to small strokes. Now they have learned that factors like hypertension also seem to spur Alzheimer's disease-like processes. French researchers say there may be another good reason to keep the silent killer in check. After studying more than 1,300 elderly people in western France, they conclude high blood pressure has a long-term negative effect on mental function. The good news, they say, is that maintaining control of blood pressure with medications appears to considerably lower the risk of mental decline. The four-year study compared scores on a mental evaluation test in a group of elderly people with varying degrees of cardiovascular health. They included no remotence of individuals, no high blood pressure, those with hypertension controlled with medications, and a group with untreated high blood pressure. The researchers found the odds of mental decline correlated directly with blood pressure status, such that those with untreated high blood pressure were four times more likely to suffer the problem than those with normal blood pressure. Taking blood pressure medications seemed to cut the risk in all situations, but the researchers found patients benefited most when the drugs were able to keep blood pressures at a normal level. That's an important point to remember, says Charles DeCarly, MD, Director of the Alzheimer's Disease Center at the University of Kansas and Kansas City. Mo. If you have untreated high blood pressure you're much worse off. But. With treatment, it has to be effective. Otherwise, DeCarly says, a false. 
sense of security takes hold, and that can lead to a stroke. His recommendation, have blood pressure checked regularly, even if you are controlled on medication. DeCarly says the study extends what doctors already know about the mental effects of high blood pressure. There are three other studies, all showing kind of the same thing over a much longer duration, he says what's unique here is that the decline occurred in four years. And it was a substantial decline at that, DeCarly says, with the scores for those with untreated high blood pressure dropping to levels that put them at risk for dementia. He says it raises the issue of whether high blood pressure somehow primes people for the development of Alzheimer's disease. High blood pressure is probably another risk factor for late-life dementia, DeCarly says. The importance of this is that we can control blood pressure much better than any other risk factor for Alzheimer's disease. Vascular dementia is the second most common type of dementia, after Alzheimer's disease, affecting around 150,000 people in the UK. The word dementia describes a set of symptoms that can include memory loss and difficulties with thinking, problem-solving or language. In vascular dementia, these symptoms occur when the brain is damaged because of problems with the supply of blood to the brain. This fact sheet outlines the causes, types and symptoms of vascular dementia. It looks at how it is diagnosed and the factors that can put someone at risk of developing it. It also describes the treatment and support that are available. Causes Vascular dementia is caused by reduced blood supply to the brain due to diseased blood vessels. To be healthy and function properly, brain cells need a constant supply of blood to bring oxygen and nutrients. Blood is delivered to the brain through a network of vessels called the vascular system. If the vascular system within the brain becomes damaged, so that the blood vessels leak or become blocked, then blood cannot reach the brain cells and they will eventually die. This death of brain cells can cause problems with memory, thinking or reasoning. Together these three elements are known as cognition. When these cognitive problems are bad enough to have a significant impact on daily life. This is known as vascular dementia. Types of vascular dementia. Read our fact sheet on vascular dementia. There are several different types of vascular dementia. They differ in the cause of the damage and the part of the brain that is affected. The different types of vascular dementia have some symptoms in common and some symptoms that differ. Their symptoms tend to progress in different ways. Stroke-related dementia A stroke happens when the blood supply to a part of the brain is suddenly cut off. In most strokes, a blood vessel in the brain becomes narrowed and is blocked by a clot. The clot may have formed in the brain, or it may have formed in the heart, if someone has heart disease, and been carried to the brain. Strokes vary in how severe they are depending on where the blocked vessel is and whether the interruption to the blood supply is permanent or temporary. Post-stroke dementia A major stroke occurs when the blood flow in a large vessel in the brain is suddenly and permanently cut off. Most often this happens when the vessel is blocked by a clot. 
much less often it is because the vessel bursts and bleeds into the brain. This sudden interruption in the blood supply starves the brain of oxygen and leads to the death of a large volume of brain tissue. Not everyone who has a stroke will develop vascular dementia, but about 20% of people who have a stroke do develop this post-stroke dementia. Within the following six months, a person who has a stroke is then at increased risk of having further strokes. If this happens, the risk of developing dementia is higher. Single infarct and multi-infarct dementia These types of vascular dementia are caused by one or more smaller strokes. These happen when a large or medium-sized blood vessel is blocked by a clot. The stroke may be so small that the person doesn't notice any symptoms. Alternatively, the symptoms may only be temporary, lasting perhaps a few minutes, because the blockage clears itself. If symptoms last for less than 24 hours this is known as a mini-stroke or transient ischemic attack. TIA. A TIA may mistakenly be dismissed as a funny turn. If the blood supply is interrupted for more than a few minutes, the stroke will lead to the death of a small area of tissue in the brain. This area is known as an infarct. Sometimes just one infarct forms in an important part of the brain and this causes dementia known as single infarct dementia. Much more often, a series of small strokes over a period of weeks or months lead to a number of infarcts spread around the brain. Dementia in this case, known as multi-infarct dementia, is caused by the total damage from all the infarcts together. Subcortical dementia. Subcortical vascular dementia is caused by diseases of the very small blood vessels that lie deep in the brain. These small vessels develop thick walls and become stiff and twisted, meaning that blood flow through them is reduced. Small vessel disease often damages the bundles of nerve fibers that carry signals around the brain, known as white matter. It can also cause small infarcts near the base of the brain. Small vessel disease develops much deeper in the brain than the damage caused by many strokes. This means many of the symptoms of subcortical vascular dementia are different from those of stroke-related dementia. Subcortical dementia is thought to be the most common type of vascular dementia, mixed dementia, vascular dementia and Alzheimer's disease. At least 10% of people with dementia are diagnosed with mixed dementia. This generally means that both Alzheimer's disease and vascular disease are thought to have caused the dementia. The symptoms of mixed dementia may be similar to those of either Alzheimer's disease or vascular dementia, or they may be a combination of the two. Symptoms How vascular dementia affects people varies depending on the different underlying causes and more generally from person to person. Symptoms may develop suddenly, for example after a stroke, or more gradually, such as with small vessel disease. Some symptoms may be similar to those of other types of dementia. Memory loss is common in the early stages of Alzheimer's, but is not usually the main early symptom of vascular dementia. The most common cognitive symptoms in the early stages of vascular dementia are problems with planning or organizing, 
making decisions or solving problems. Difficulties following a series of steps, e.g. cooking a meal. Slower speed of thought. Problems concentrating, including short periods of sudden confusion. A person in the early stages of vascular dementia may also have difficulties with memory, problems recalling recent events, often mild. Language, e.g. speech may become less fluent. Visuospatial skills problems perceiving objects in three dimensions. As well as these cognitive symptoms, it is common for someone with early vascular dementia to experience mood changes, such as apathy, depression or anxiety. Depression is common, partly because people with vascular dementia may be aware of the difficulties the condition is causing. A person with vascular dementia may also become generally more emotional. They may be prone to rapid mood swings and being unusually cheerful or happy. Other symptoms that someone with vascular dementia may experience vary between the different types. Post-stroke dementia will often be accompanied by the obvious physical symptoms of the stroke. Depending on which part of the brain is affected, someone might have paralysis or weakness of a limb. Or, if a different part of the brain is damaged they may have problems with vision or speech. With rehabilitation, symptoms may get a little better or stabilize for a time, especially in the first six months after the stroke. Symptoms of subcortical vascular dementia vary less. Early loss of bladder control is common. The person may also have mild weakness on one side of their body, or become less steady walking and more prone to falls. Other symptoms of subcortical vascular dementia may include clumsiness, lack of facial expression and problems pronouncing words. Vascular dementia will generally get worse although the speed and pattern of this decline vary. Stroke-related dementia often progresses in a stepped way, with long periods when symptoms are stable and periods when symptoms rapidly get worse. This is because each additional stroke causes further damage to the brain. Subcortical vascular dementia may occasionally follow this stepped progression, but more often symptoms get worse gradually, as the area of affected white matter slowly expands. Over time a person with vascular dementia is likely to develop more severe confusion or disorientation, and further problems with reasoning and communication. Memory loss, for example for recent events or names, will also become worse. The person is likely to need more support with day-to-day -day activities such as cooking or cleaning. As vascular dementia progresses, many people also develop behaviors that seem unusual or out of character. The most common include irritability, agitation, aggressive behavior and a disturbed sleep pattern. Someone may also act in socially inappropriate ways. Occasionally a person with vascular dementia will strongly believe things that are not true, delusions, or, less often, see things that are not really there, hallucinations. These behaviors can be distressing and a challenge for all involved. In the later stages of vascular dementia someone may become much less aware of what is happening around them. They may have difficulties walking or eating without help, and become increasingly frail.
Eventually, the person will need help with all their daily activities. How long someone will live with vascular dementia varies greatly from person to person. On average it will be about 5 years after the symptoms started. The person is most likely to die from a stroke or heart attack. Control of cardiovascular disease. If the underlying cardiovascular diseases that have caused vascular dementia can be controlled, it may be possible to slow down the progression of the dementia. For example, after someone has had a stroke or TIA, treatment of high blood pressure can reduce the risk of further stroke and dementia. 4. Stroke-related dementia in particular, with treatment there may be long periods when the symptoms don't get significantly worse. In most cases, a person with vascular dementia will already be on medications to treat the underlying diseases. These include tablets to reduce blood pressure, prevent blood clots and lower cholesterol. If the person has a diagnosed heart condition or diabetes they will also be taking medicines for these. It is important that the person continues to take any medications and Attends regular checkups as recommended by a doctor. Someone with vascular dementia will also be advised to adopt a healthy lifestyle, particularly to take regular physical exercise and, if they are a smoker, to quit. They should try to eat a diet with plenty of fruit, vegetables, and oily fish, but not too much fat or salt. Maintaining a healthy weight and keeping to recommended levels of alcohol will also help. The GP should be able to offer advice in all these areas. Vascular dementia causes and risk factors. Vascular dementia is typically caused by stroke, small vessel disease, or a mixture of the two. Most commonly, there is a blockage of small blood vessels somewhere in the vast system of arteries that feeds the brain and enters through the base of the skull. Blockages may be caused by plaque buildup on the inside of the artery wall, or by blood clots that have broken loose and clogged a tributary further downstream. Clots can form as a result of abnormal heart rhythms, or other heart abnormalities. Also, a weak patch on an artery wall can balloon outward and form an aneurysm, which can burst and deprive the brain cells of oxygen. The most common causes of stroke, infarction, are untreated high blood pressure, hypertension, diabetes, high cholesterol, and heart disease. Small vessel disease is a condition in which the small blood vessels deep inside the brain become narrowed or thickened. This can be caused by aging, high blood pressure, hardening of the arteries, diabetes, autoimmune, inflammatory diseases of the arteries such as lupus and temporal arteritis, or brain hemorrhage. The more that scientists scrutinize brain function, and especially memory, the more they conclude that we have the ability to keep our memory and spirit strong well into old age. But it depends on how well we nourish our brain throughout life.